0: Because if your business doesn't have the financial resources to take on someone, then something needs fixed first. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for tuning in. Hello, hello, hello. I hope everyone is well this morning. It is lovely to see you. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you for joining me for our live series weekdays at 11 a.m., Thank you, as always, for hopping on. Now, I am supposed to have a guest this morning, but our guest does not seem to have appeared yet. Perhaps he is running late. Um, I have not heard from him. But what we were going to talk about today, I'm still going to be able to discuss that topic because it is something that um, I've done a lot as well. So I'm more than able to discuss that topic with you this morning. So what I was to be chatting about with our guest, Adam, was all around how to know when it's time to let go of tasks in your business and bring in someone to hire, bring in someone to, that you hire to support you with those tasks. So Done, having done this many times over over the last 10 plus years of running a business I'm more than happy to continue the discussion of that topic um, and if Adam is able to join us of course I will let him into the session as well to continue this discussion. For those of you that are new to me don't know who I am my name is Annette Ferguson I'm CEO of Annette & Co. UK based accounting firm I'm a chartered accountant and certified profit first professional and as I hinted I've been running my business now for well over 10 years and predominantly growing my business through online and digital marketing as well. So that's another area that I am massively passionate about. But I have team that are located throughout the world, in fact, throughout the UK and throughout the world. And so I've had a lot of experience of taking tasks from myself and handing those over to other people. So How do you know when it's the right time to do it? Well, this becomes a real balance of your own available resources in terms of time and your resources in terms of money in your business. And both do need to be considered because if your business doesn't have the financial resources to take on someone, then something needs fixed first. Often it can be pricing, often it can be money leaks in your business, but something needs to be sorted because all that will happen when you hire somebody is you'll just add more expenses and you'll still not have any money to pay that person. Hiring somebody and assuming they're going to be revenue generating within the first two months is naive at best. So, understanding that when you do take someone on board, you are going to need to have the available funds to, at the very least, cover their wages, their salaries, their invoices for the first two to three months until. They become revenue and profit generating if that's what their role is. And that is the second thing that I would highlight is that particularly if you're in the early stages of business, particularly if this is the first one, two, three, fourth hire for you ensuring that you are doing so for roles that are going to deliver positively to the bottom line of your business. It can be really tempting to hire for roles that is stuff that you just don't like, but you sort of have to do in your business. But those types of roles, they become a cost to you. Yes, they free up your own time. And if you are wise and using your own time to be more profit producing. Great. But that might not necessarily be the case that strongly either. So with your first few hires, being able to draw a strong line between what they do and the profitability, the increase profitability in your business is important. So first of all, what I would recommend that you do is write down everything that you do. Every single thing. And that list is going to be quite long, particularly if you're a solo promoter, because let's face it, that's everything. Writing down everything that you do. And beside that list, then putting a P for profit producing. So those tasks that result in bottom line profit that you do. There is going to be some things that do Sales calls could be an example of that. There might be some stuff on social media that you do that results in profitability, but there's also going to be a heap of stuff that you do that is necessary but doesn't result in bottom line profit, making bank payments, for example. So putting a P beside all those activities that ultimately reduce, ultimately result in bottom line profit. And then I want you to go through the list of the things you have a P beside and I want you to take those things that you would be able to hand over to someone else had you given them training on it. So there will be things that you just won't be able to. This kind of thing, for example, interviews, podcasts, live sessions, those types of things are things that you're not going to be able to hand off to somebody else in the short term, at least you might be able to build up certain brands within your business and certain individuals within your business over the longer term, but the short term, that's unlikely. So put a tick beside each of those profit producing tasks that is physically able to be handed to someone else. And now you have a list of things that you can hand over, but what we haven't covered is how you pay that person. Does the business have the money to pay that person? And the way you work that out is by drawing up what I call a profit plan. Now, I have a book called The Profit Plan as well. It's currently available in Kindle. I'm currently actually reviewing the proof of the paperback version, but you can go to Amazon and get the Kindle version. If you just type in The Profit Plan, um, you might need to put a net at the end and you will see a cover that looks incredibly similar uh, to this that I'm showing on the screen for those of you watching rather than listening. Also, for those of you who are listening on the podcast, we'll put a link in the show notes to The Profit Plan book too. But That talks you through the exact process of profit planning, but let me summarize it for you briefly now, because what profit planning does is it's a forward-looking projection of your business. It is a forecast with profitability layered into it, with money set aside for tax, with money set aside for your take-home and how much you should be taking home from your business. So with a profit plan, you can layer in your new hire. And by new hire, by the way, that can be somebody who is an employee, that can be somebody who's a contractor, whatever that new person looks like for you. And you can layer in the amount that you're going to be paying them each month into your plan. And you can check to see if the plan still works, if the business is still going to be profitable with this new expense that you're incurring. Now, remember, if you're taking them in on payroll, you may also have employee errors, national insurance and pension contributions to make as well. So keep that in mind. You might also, as you take someone on, have to pay more software licenses, perhaps upgrade certain pieces of um, technology that you are using. So, again, keep that in mind as you are layering in this person. But layer them into your plan and check it works financially as well as operationally. So you need to make sure both sides are working. So the operational side is the list with the P's and then the ticks. That is your operational side and working out if that's going to work on that side. And your profit planning is making sure that it's going to work from a financial perspective as well. Both sides need to be in place before you put that job spec together because You don't know how much you can pay someone. You don't know what job you're going to spec out until you've got both of these areas working. If you don't have either of those areas in place, stop writing a job spec now. Get these things sorted first because only then can you know when is the right time to hire in your business from a financial aspect and what you are going to be hiring for or outsourcing for from a operational perspective. Once you have those two pieces of the puzzle together, you can go ahead and write your job spec for those tasks, based around those tasks that you have a P beside and are ticked as well. Now there might be some small tasks that don't have a P beside that you do want to hand over. And if they can be grouped with the majority of tasks being profitable, then great. But the best bang for your buck, for want of a better word, from taking on somebody is going to be if they are doing profit producing tasks. And the reason is that when they are doing profit producing tasks and they are up to speed, So you're seeing that result in your profitability over and above their salary. They are able to profit produce for you. Then what happens is they basically free up money to take on your next person. And that is why we want to be really heavily focused on those profit producing tasks, because the more people that you have in your business doing profit producing tasks and the more of those they are doing, the more cash starts moving around your business and the more becomes available to get more people and more support on board and it fuels the growth of your business that way. So you can absolutely fuel through hiring team if this is done correctly. But you do need to make sure that those first, that first hire, you have the money to do that. And then by the way, if you're looking at a second hire, you do exactly the same process exactly the same. Look at what's on your plate, what's on your other team members' plates, what can be handed off, what can be handed down from you to them and them to them, and are the funds available in the business through profit planning. This process can and should be a process that you go through in as a business every single time you're hiring every single time you're bringing someone on, both these sides need to be worked out and worked through to ensure that everything meshes together and that the business is not going to put itself into extreme financial difficulty as a result of hiring. But actually, hiring is going to be a springboard to your next step in your business. So That is what I want to cover off today on knowing when is the right time to hire and how to actually give stuff to somebody, what to give over to somebody when they come in to your business. Now, unfortunately, it looks like Adam has not been able to join us today um, on our session, which is a shame, but these things happen. I'm sure that something has just popped up for him. So no worries with that. Thankfully, it was a topic that I was very comfortable talking about. So we were all good. Um, we are, of course, live weekdays at 11 a.m. wherever you happen to be watching. I will have to move the time actually of next Mondays because something um, has come up for me then, but we will still be live that day. So I will let you know the updated time for that. Thank you so much for tuning in though wherever you happen to be watching today. Do make sure that you give us some thumbs up, some likes, some loves, whichever platform you happen to be watching on today, I would massively appreciate the the, uh, hearts, the loves, the likes, the thumbs up, all those good things. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you again tomorrow. Take care, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today I hope you got lots of value from this episode now if you're struggling with any accounting things for your business I'd love to help make sure you reach out to me at podcast at uk. that's podcast at uk, and let me know how I can help of course remember to subscribe to this podcast as well thanks again